Welcome back, guys, to Walk-Ins Welcome, and we have something special today. Uh, Nick is actually sick. He, As he said, he sounds like a 60-year-old smoker right now, and I don't think you guys wanted to hear that. But today we actually have Devin. Introduce yourself, Devin. Hey, I'm Devin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, excited to be here. Um, I don't know if I can fill in so much for Nick, but I'm going to do my best, and uh, we're going to have some fun today. Absolutely. So, Devin, he is on our team. He helps on the sales side of the thing. Uh, he puts out a lot of content actually on LinkedIn, other places. So you, you may have seen his face somewhere, but uh, he's been working with a lot of urgent cares and we, we, he's probably talks to urgent cares more so than we do. I would say. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm typically going to be somebody that you would talk to uh, if there was a potential to do business together. Um, but yeah, try to get resources out there and uh, happy to be on the podcast to, you know, get to hear my voice for once. So It'll be fun. Yeah, and we actually will have another coworker on the show in a couple episodes, and and so I look forward to talking about that as well. So, but let's get started. So this episode, so we went back and looked at some analytics, and we were trying to see what people had interest in, and you guys really liked us talking about reviews. We talked, we touched on it on a previous episode, did not have a dedicated one to it, but uh, so today we're going to talk about reviews. Now, reviews are important. Wouldn't you agree, Devin? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, not only from the standpoint of the urgent care itself, but from like our standpoint, from digital marketing, you make our lives so much easier if you have reviews. Now, we're in particular saying Google reviews. Uh, reviews can come in other formats and just that. But ultimately, when people do a search, they come across you. They're going to go straight to Google reviews because a 2.1 out of 5 on Google looks a whole lot worse than a 4.5 out of 5 on uh, for your competitor. So keep that in mind, but let's go through this. So first basic question, why are reviews important? Devin? Yeah, so in, in our world, um, reviews are super important um, in comparison to your competitors. So um, if somebody is going to do some research on an urgent care to talk to uh, or potentially go into the urgent care, what they're going to look at is they're going to compare a few that are in the same area. And uh, so they are going to basically figure out which one they're going to call based on who has the best reviews. And so those reviews are essentially telling the potential patient uh, that they can trust that urgent care that if they go in, they're going to have a good experience, hopefully a great experience, or it's going to tell them that they're not going to have a good experience. Um, so essentially it is to build trust uh, before the patient ever even has an introduction to your company, before they talk to the person on the phone, or before they see the person at the front desk when they come in. Well, and, and for those out there who are saying, hey, we're plenty busy, I could care less about reviews or whatnot, think about it this way. Uh, I give a perfect example and Devin's going to joke, laugh at this, but I have been working on my shower at my house for a minute, a long time. So long. I'm actually done with the shower. <laughs> I'm doing all the other pieces now around it, but so I need to order a new shower door. So shower doors are not cheap. They're very expensive. Um, and I found one company. I was like, never heard of this company. And it was like $150 less than the competing company. And it looked good. I was like, this looks really great. I couldn't find reviews on it. I was like, why can't I find reviews? It was like Lowe's, Lowe's.com and they had any reviews. So I plugged their uh, manufacturing name and, you know, Googled it and found the review site and they tore them to shreds. Like these people hated this shower door. They're like, hey, it broke in two weeks. 
I opened it, it broke. I closed it, it broke. And I was like, yep, you know what? I may have been $150 less than the competitor, but I don't think I want to buy it. <laughs> no, no. And those simple reviews from people I don't know told me like, yeah, I don't think so. And I'm, I'm the type, like, that took me two or three minutes to find that. And it, it they lost a sale because of it. And they didn't respond to reviews or anything like that. So there was an opportunity they could have corrected, but there wasn't one. They lost a customer. So take your urgent care. You're busy. You probably have 20, 30, 40, 50 uh, patients a day plus, And you're thinking, I, I'm plenty busy. I don't care. Well, there are a couple of potentials you may have lost if you have bad reviews out there. Or if you have reviews out there that you don't respond to, good and negative. And to, um, to the person that's never met you before, they just told us, you told them a story about your company. And you didn't mean to. Yeah. But yeah, Devin, talking about reviews itself. So we talked about the trust side and things like that. What about SEO? Okay. Yeah. From an SEO perspective. So <clears throat> what you have in a Google search is you have um, some local listings or what we like to call the Google map pack. Um, this is essentially Google takes the proximity of the search being done. So this is really important when it comes to mobile, which seems like the majority of searches are coming from mobile. Uh, so it's super important. Uh, but essentially what Google is doing is picking what they believe to be the top three businesses to show to that uh, person who's using their search engine um, a, a really based around their location. Um, so there's only three businesses that can go in that map pack, correct, Michael? Yep. And uh, so of those three businesses, no matter how good your SEO efforts are, how good your company is, you are up against, if you're in that map pack, you're up against two other businesses. So now somebody has three options. What is usually the defining factor at that point is going to be the reviews. So if one company has no reviews, bad reviews, let's say they have 50 reviews, okay? And then the next company has 100 reviews, but they have an average of three stars. We'll say that. I mean, that's, that's pretty average, right? Yeah. And then let's say that your urgent care, yeah, C plus, uh, if your urgent care has 1,200 reviews and an average of four and a half stars, you have just become the one that they are going to look into. Um, they may not even go into the reviews at that point, um, but let's say the three don't have as many reviews. They are going to go dig into and look at uh, what people have to say about your company before they even give you a chance. So that is where reviews can help your SEO efforts and make sure that somebody is talking to you instead of your two other competitors in that map pack. Well, and then the other side of that too. So obviously five-star reviews are nice, but five-star reviews with actual content inside of them is better. And we know not just from urgent cares, but from all industries, when you get a review, you want that customer, that patient to give details around the review I had this test done or I met with this doctor or this staff member was super nice to me. All of that's helpful because if you notice now when you click on Google reviews, they now Google automatically indexes and puts at the very top the keywords that it's seen consistently throughout the review. So you definitely don't want a bunch of keywords as slow, uh, rude, like that, I've seen them. Like that's a real thing. You want it to be like quick service. They care, you know, stuff like that, you know, I felt like uh, I got the treatment I needed, things of that nature. It makes a big, big difference. So when you do ask for a review, you encourage a real review, not just a five-star review. Um, 
So anyway, so that like that there's the importance around reviews. Now let's talk about how do I get started? Like if you're if you're a brand new company or you've been around forever but you never embrace getting Google reviews, well, let's go through that. Now I'm gonna be transparent here. This isn't hundred percent our ideas. We actually did some search we, we have our own ideas, but we did some searching trying to find a good list of based off of this. We went to, we found a databox.com. You go to how to encourage customers to write reviews. They have some good things here, things we've we've mentioned in the past. But uh, it kind of simplified. They gave us 12 options. We're not going to go over all of them. We're going to pick up some key ones. But the number one, Devin, what's number one? Number one is asking for a review. <laughs> it seems so simple. Yep. And uh, podcast over. We got it. Yeah, no. uh, <laughs> like, if you just did that on a regular basis and trained your people, you're good. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. And so I will say, um, so being intentional is is what we're talking about. So Starting by asking means that you're in, you're taking an effort. You're, you're being intentional about asking for the reviews. The companies that don't ask for reviews, what is, what do their reviews look like, Michael? When they don't ask, when they don't ask for reviews from their clients and they got one anyway, and they get one anyways, what kind of review do they get? You're most likely bad. Right. Real bad. <laughs> yeah. So we, we understand that when someone leaves a review, um, it's either they had a very great experience and they really want to share that with other people. Uh, but more likely or more often is somebody who had a bad experience and wants to be a little detrimental to that business to feel like they did something right. Yeah. Um, the third option there is companies that are asking for the reviews and being intentional about asking for reviews, especially uh, since you can determine, you don't want to ask reviews from somebody who had a bad experience, right? So intentionality means somebody had a great experience with you. You ask them for a, for a review, they're more likely to actually go leave a review. Um, and maybe you don't ask the people who, you, know, you drop the ball a little bit. You don't have to ask them to leave a review. Um, but yeah, so being intentional, asking for reviews. Otherwise, your reviews are going to be med- uh, the majority of your reviews are going to be negative experiences. Yeah, generally speaking. And um, and talking about maybe you don't ask everybody. So some of the items, so there are like the 12 items in this list. I'm, we're going to talk about seven or eight of them because they are pretty good, but it's almost common sense. But sometimes the most common sense, simple things are the best things to do. But um, following up, so you ask, did you ask? Now, you should probably, you've gotten comfortable with asking. Now you need to put a process around the asking stuff so your staff knows how to do it properly and consistently, which can tie into making sure they're doing it to the right customers or patients because you don't want to ask everyone knowing that a couple of them had a horrible experience. Now you can, you can, you can take the risk because ultimately they'll still leave you a review if they hate you. Yeah. <laughs> you can't stop, sorry, you cannot, by the way, you cannot stop a Google review and you cannot necessarily remove it unless you submit it and Google thinks it, it is a bad review in terms of not real or malicious. So just keep that and in mind. And good luck with that. Yeah, and good luck with that. We, we've been doing this for quite a few years. I think of all the submissions we've had for customers, one or two in like four years has been removed. It's super duper rare. It, it can happen, but it's rare. But yeah, so create that process around asking. Uh, and then make sure it's written down and it's consistent and tweak it, right? Because some people may respond, your process may be great in some scenarios, but not every scenario. So you want to make sure you figure that out. But yeah, so write down that quick process. 
Then the next thing I have on here uh, is automate the ask. Now this is something that software can do. This is something your process can do, but the more you can automate things, the more likely they'll get done because your, your people are busy. Like your patients are busy. So it's easy to forget to ask or use the process, but if you have an automation or software, it's going to do it for you. It, it It's never busy. It's always going to do it for you. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think we we live in a time of of automation when possible, especially in the in the digital marketing world. Oh yeah. The more you can automate, the less you have to think about it. And this comes into play and is very important for um, maybe urgent cares that have they're they're a little bit busier than others, right? So um, not every urgent care is the same. Not every industry is the same. Not every location is the same. So some places are going to have larger numbers than others. Um, so automation, especially for an urgent care that's already maybe taken that step up the plateau and is, is pretty busy, automation becomes something you have to rely on more and more to make sure that you're not missing anything that you may have done manually when you were a little bit smaller. So automation, just make sure that you are actually following through with the routine that maybe you had when you were a little bit smaller and you could do it yourself. Mm-hmm. As you grow, you have to automate things to make sure that they're getting getting done. And sometimes the automation may not be the a- actual asking the review. It may be the reminder to your staff to ask that review. Like, cause they, uh, like for instance, when you have a checkout process with a patient, one of the last check checkout items, does this patient need to be asked for a review? And they got to check it off before they can clear out the rest of the process. I mean, it could be that simple. It's automated, right? Like it's part of it and it's built in. So just keep that in mind. So the next one I have on here um, is making sure is as simple as possible for writing a review. Now that sounds like duh, but it's more to it because for Google, you have to have a Gmail account to write that review and that you have to know that. So, what we know is that if they have a phone, which 99% of the people do, you can text them a link to your Google My Business or Google Business Profile, what's called now, a direct link to the review form to fill out. And they can tap and fill it out right then and there. How much simpler could I get, Evan? I would say in this day and age, that's about as simple as it gets. Um, yeah. You know, you have information on your patients, they fill out forms. You have the information. Um, so, you know, like Michael said, um, automating uh, the ability to send maybe a text message uh, to their phone uh, to give them a link that will directly take them. They don't have to think about it. Um, and, you know, in this day and age with a short uh, attention span, uh, if you don't put it right in front of them, it, you're less likely going to get an actual response. Mm-hmm. So you have to make it as simple as possible. And uh, these days it is pretty simple. Yeah, it, I I can write a review for a customer for a, a a business or whatever in like ten fifteen seconds if I had to. Right. You know, it, the process has gotten very simple. If you don't know how to get that direct review link, just send us a quick email. Hello at uh, urgentcaremarketingpros dot com, and we'll we have a tutorial how to do it. It's super duper easy. It takes about five minutes, and you'll have that link that you can give to every patient that comes through your door if you want to. All right, so. So you've, you've started asking, you've got a process, you've automated it as much as you can. You made it super, super simple. 
Now you need to engage where your existing reviews. Now engagement is important because the last thing you want is that you have a ton of reviews on your Google profile and you don't respond to any of them. Boo. Now, why is that bad, Evan? So out of everything on this list, I, this one stands out to me uh, pretty highly. Um, and so we mentioned earlier, if somebody gives you a fake review and it's negative towards your business, there is a process where you can submit that to Google. Very rarely is Google going to actually remove uh, that, that review. So I always tell my clients that more important than the negative review is how your company responds to the negative review. How If you get into an argument with somebody who left you a bad review or a fake bad review, when people are looking at reviews and thinking about doing business with you, the way that you respond to your reviews is far more important than the review itself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, having that engagement is like, it's just important. Like people want to know that you actually care. Yeah. And on the, on the flip side, I I know I went to the negative first. (laughs) Um, On the flip side with the positive, you know, you get a positive review. Somebody should be replying to those as well. That shows interaction between your company and the people that are doing business with you. And uh, you know, again, business these days is very relational. And if you are not responding to anybody's reviews, people will see that as you don't really care about us. We are a number to you and that's about it. Um, and it doesn't take that long to even reply to these things, right? Well, and I think talking about the caring part. So I think urgent cares tend to have, may have a, for those who, for pay, potential patients that never been to an urgent care, they probably think urgent cares are more transactional than relational but you know, a doctor is a relational piece and the whole practice is relational. So you help show that and show, will showcase it through your Google reviews when you respond, especially on the positive ones. I know it's tempting just to ignore it. Okay, oh, it was positive. Thank you. But when you say you're a great patient, we're glad we're able to help you out. Thank you again, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's just that simple, but I will say this now don't get caught in this spot where you're responding to reviews that happened two years ago that you never responded to. That doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah. We, we, life moves a little bit too quickly, and that stands out um, and, if you're applying something that long ago. Yeah, and Google puts a little date on it. You know, two years ago, a uh, uh, review written response two months ago. Yeah. That looks bad. <laughs> so, so if you have a ton of reviews that you have never responded to and it's been months and months and months, just ignore those and move forward and start with the ones that are like a week or two old, may up to maybe a month. I may be stretching it, but start there. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the best time to start responding to reviews was when you started getting reviews. The second best time to start responding to reviews is your next review. There you go. Yeah. If you don't have a starting point, just start the newest one. Uh, unless it's like a year old. <laughs> so anyway, but if you're being intentional about asking from this day forward, because now we've given you the, you know, the worksheet of things to do. Yeah. Um, now you know that you need to be intentional. And so you are asking for them. You might get one today. And, you're, and I know a lot of you are probably thinking, I don't want to ask for a review. I feel like that's just, I don't know how you describe it, but like, I don't want to do it. People, if they really like what you did, they're going to give you, they, they want to give you a good review. I mean, even in our world, when we ask our clients, can you give us a review? Absolutely. We'll give you, you know, they love it. 
Now we don't ask the ones that are not happy with us. You know, we got to be honest there. So who are, who are they? I haven't yeah. seen them. They, they uh. go away. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, all right. So I have uh, three other items here. So I know we're, we're kind of building up on time, so we'll kind of roll through pretty quickly. Um, offer and we'll talk on list of three and we'll talk about them. We'll finish up. Offer an incentive, send review request emails at the right time or text message, and then follow up on your request. So offer incentive. Incentives can be a lot of different things. We've seen customers do, hey, the next 10, you cannot, now generally speaking, Google's not a fan. If you say the next 10, five out of five star awesome reviews, we'll give you a, a gift card to something. You necessarily can't ask that, but you can ask, hey, the next 10 reviews that are given, we're going to give out something. What do you think, Devin? I think that's fair. Um, you know, offering an incentive, um, what we're not talking about is we're not talking about paying for reviews because that's a no, no. Yeah. yeah, don't do We that. are talking about giving them a reason to leave you a review. Um, and that could be a whole lot of other things. Um, everybody's going to do something a little bit differently. Um, don't make it a sweepstakes. Don't make it a, uh, you know, I'll give you a gift card for it type thing. Um, but you're going to have to kind of figure out what that incentive could be. What, what are people that you do business with? What is it that they want and what can you provide them, um, to, to convince them to leave you a review? Well, and then, so, you know, you're, you're a local business, you're an urgent care, it's in a local community. How can you support other local communities or local business in that community? So it may be in a, like a, a dual purpose type thing where you may have a next door to you, a restaurant is that, Hey, people give us a review. You're going to get a, a gift certificate to that restaurant. Cause we know you're hungry and you're going to get that. So anyway, I uh, just wanted to touch on that. And like I said, incentives can be all sorts of stuff. If you have incentive that's been working for you, please email us, comment on our episode. Let us know. Cause we're, we're not going to have every magic answer. We'd love to hear feedback on what's working. And we also have a Facebook group that you can post in as well. So we encourage you to go find that. So uh, next we have send review request, emails at the right time or text. So the the list said emails, but I added text because I honestly, when we talked about, I think texting is highly, way more response rate on than an email. Absolutely. Yeah. And at the time is right. The time is now. You want to send it when they're fresh, right? You don't want to send it to them two weeks later. That doesn't they're not going to care. They're going to think it's spam at that point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like if I get a text from a doctor that I haven't seen in two or three weeks, Hey, can you please just review? Like, no, <laughs> like I got other things to do. But if I'm at checkout and it's right there and I have that person ask me, sure. Why not? Why, why not? It's a lot more likely in the moment than later. Um, and then follow up on your request. Now this you can be careful with because following up on requests can either be a time, like suck a lot of time out, uh, if you can't automate it. And then also, you know, you want to be timely with it. You don't want to send, like I said, don't want to send stuff months later, but you do want to have a reminder if you can, and it's got to make sense. What are your thoughts, Devin? Yeah. The idea behind that is continue, continuing the relationship past the transaction. Um, so by following up on these requests, you're making sure that you're getting the review, uh, but you're also building a relationship again. Um, it, it helps the, the, the customer, the client, the patient understand that you care enough to have thought about them to even follow up on, on your request for that review. And they say, oh, 
you notice that I didn't leave the review yet. Like that is noticing me as a person and not as a profit margin. Well, and and, and add to that, you know, that uh, reminds people that you're a local business. You're not a conglomerate type of thing. So that, because I mean, reviews are important to us all. Like as an owner of an urgent care or you work there as an urgent care and you're listening, you're part of that community that you're serving and people recognize like you're a real person. You're not just a transaction. So, yeah. Yeah. And I will just to add to that real quick. Um, I have gotten a lot of feedback over the years um, that that is a very important part of urgent care marketing is understanding your community and knowing that you are the community's answer in their time of need. Without that relationship, you are going to lose out to your competitors. Yeah, every time. Yeah, with, if you have a competitor that does better with relationship building with their patients, even if it seems minor, they have a higher chance of bringing on more. So just keep that in mind. I know we have competitive people listening let's up the competitiveness on your reviews and that's the starting point. All right. So that was the episode. Want to go through it real quick. Uh, we hate that Nick was not here today, but I think Devin, did you have fun? I, I had a blast. Um, I'll be interested to see what kind of reviews <laughs> this podcast gets. Oh no, you actually, yes. please leave a review. Please, uh, <laughs> let's start with the list. We're going to ask, please leave us a review on, uh, Apple podcasts, Google podcast, uh, anchor, Spotify, Wherever you listen, please leave us a review. Please put content to it. Don't just say five stars. We lo- The more you do that, the more we go up the list on anything related to urgent care marketing. So we really appreciate that. But all right, guys, I will catch you on the next one. And uh, hopefully Nick will be feeling better and you'll hear from him. All right. Thanks for having me. You'll have a great one. All right, see you.